Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. This episode is the second half of an interview with uh, Mark Younger. Um, so if you want to listen to the first part, it will probably flow a lot better. Uh, if you just go back to episode 76, you can get the first part of the interview and it'll flow right into this one. That's awesome. Okay, so I'm just going to try and summarize this all in my head. So I want to go to the States and get a green card. Uh, I'm going to have to get a business plan. I'm going to have to get an office space. Uh work my way towards getting at least three employees um is there anything else is there an interview process is there yeah so the weird thing is is when you go for the interview you have to you have to have bought five of everything for these non-existing people so you have to (laughs) buy five chairs you have to like go to ikea and buy five desks five chairs um you know five five laptops for guys that you don't have yet <laughs> that's crazy it's the way it is because and if you, don't, you, you don't, don't even have the permit yet like you don't even have the e2 so if it doesn't yeah. go through you just bottles crap <laughs> well i you know i had somebody tell me i've heard that best buys uh return policy is very good yeah you know <laughs> So it was like, literally, I bought five of everything and, uh, you know, turn this off if you work for the U.S. government, but I bought five of everything and then I returned five of everything. It's just the game that you have to play. Yeah, um, you, you need the receipts in order to get the thing, but you don't even have the employees yet. So it makes more sense to buy the the laptops and chairs and desks yeah. as the employees show up, even if you have... And some, of the, some of the reason why they do that is that when I went for my interview, there was guys that were like middle management in multinationals uh, or, or, you know, established companies that already have 20, 30, 40 employees. So for them, it's normal that, that, and those guys were moving from like, you know, Ontario to Minnesota. So they were just opening up a satellite office and that was how, that was how they were doing it. But for me, it became ridiculous almost because I didn't have those people yet. I was going to have them. So, okay. uh, and then basically you go for the interview. Um, my process was a little frustrating uh, just because of how it happened for me. So it was like, I had to sell my house, sell my duplex, um, you know, sell my business, my financial advice business and throw everything in, you know, just, just go. And so I go get to the interview and I'm like, I am so ready. I've got like this huge journal of, you know, who, this business plan that's kick ass. And, you know, I, I'm confident. I know my numbers. Here we go. And I get to the interview. And so I, in my head, it was going to play out like this. Um, you ever watch on Law and Order when they, they have one table and the cops are sitting on one side? Yeah, yeah. And the criminals sitting on the other. And they're questioning them, you know, like, tell us your fourth year projections or something. What is your profit in your third year? And then, you know, you're like trying to answer the questions. Right. And I thought, I thought that's how it was going to go down. And I'm like, if I know my numbers, I'm golden. Right. Yeah. I get there and it's more like the DMV. So it's like, you know, she pulls up her, her, her drawstring. And then she, I, I get this person behind a glass, uh, glass partition 
And she's like, what's the name of the company you want to bring to the United States? And I'm like, wait, you guys had me a month ago send you my business plan, make this huge business plan for you guys, and you guys don't even know the name of my company? And she's like, sir, if you just answer the questions, I'm like, oh my God. So I'm like, evergreen mortgage notes. And what are you planning on doing in the United States? Mortgage notes? Like, they didn't know anything, anything at all. And I, I questioned her. I was like, I, I thought you guys were going to, like, do a deep dive on me. And she was like, sir, we're very busy. We have a lot of companies. We could just answer all the questions. And I was like, wow. Like, it just blew my mind. And they made me bring my wife there. And I'm like, what is, like, why? Why did you make me bring Where, where did you have to go for this? Was it, like, close? Tor no, Toronto. There is only one, there might be two, but I think there is only one place. I'm not even sure if Vancouver has one, but Montreal is not anymore. The government scaled back. Uh, I think it's the U.S. government scaled back their embassies. And it's like now there's one embassy for the whole of Canada. So if you're in the Yukon, you got to go to Toronto. If you're in Northwest Territories, you got to go to Toronto. It's nuts. And they make you and your wife go, or her husband, and that she doesn't know anything about my company, my wife. So I was like, I had to get a hotel room, a flight, uh, you know, food, everything. And it was a five minute discussion. And I was, I was just floored, you know? <laughs> so she basically asked me like, what's the name of your company? What do you do? How many employees do you have? I was like, zero. She's like, why? I'm like, we haven't started. It's brand started. new. And, and it, it was almost like a trick question. So I'm like, I'm not allowed to have any employees until you give me the, the, the visa. <laughs> like, she's like, well, some people work in multinationals, which I didn't know, right? And they just yeah. started, started a part of their company, a satellite office in the States. So I guess because I, I, I was so flustered, she was like, well, sir, you know, uh, we have to do our homework on your company before we'll let you in. And I'm like, wasn't that the whole point of setting up an interview a month after yeah. uh, I set it up and give you the time to get to know my company? And she just kept going back to, sir, we're very busy. Uh, I'm like, but ma'am, I understand that, but you made me come to Toronto. Now you're gonna, and, and I've got a moving van tomorrow morning. I was so confident of this interview that I had a moving van literally the next morning coming to take all my stuff. And we were gonna go across the border. And now, and she's like, you can't do that, sir, until I've given you the authorization. And I'm like, well, ask me more questions. Give me the authorization. She's like, sir, sir, sir. Like, I will give it to you when I'm ready to give it to you. I'm like, you don't even know anything about me. I, I, I'm, I'm floored. So it was just very frustrating. And I have the type of personality that likes it when the, the other side has, has done their homework and they had yeah. not. So I I was very frustrated and I'm like, well, what do I do? Do I go back to Montreal? Just go back and someone will call you sometime. Oh, oh great. So I, you know, she said, sir, in, in two to four weeks, someone will call you two to four weeks. Like I I'm ready to move now. I've sold my business. I've sold my whole life off. And yeah, like you might be supposed to be just sweating. You're like, Hey, if I, if they, I don't get to go across, I just sold the business, sold my house. Like, what do I do? And, and like, what do I do now? And, and so we had to live at my father-in-law's uh, small apartment. He's 75 years old. He doesn't need a house. So me, my wife, and my two kids are living on the, 
bed in the floor of my father-in-law's apartment for two weeks. Uh, sorry, it was luckily, so here's where the good news is. So she tells me two to four weeks. Yeah. And so we're going, oh boy, like three to four weeks, we're going to have to live in 300 square feet. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and in, in mystified uh, until we get something uh, to come back to Toronto, right? And we're going to have to plan all that out again. Well, a week later, I get something in the mail that says, you're in. Oh, well, that's such a relief. Yeah. What? And so we don't know what happened, why it happened, but we just didn't question it. I literally grabbed that letter, called her parents and said, we're leaving. Bye. <laughs> and my parents, my, I, I, I went to the hospital where my mother works, the Shriners in Montreal, and I literally went and said goodbye to her. And that was it. We just drove across the border and said, you know what? You know what? We got it. Let's just go. Yeah. And that was it. We just drove and didn't stop driving until we hit Orlando. <laughs> we stayed in a we stayed in a hotel for a couple of weeks uh, while we were looking for places. Found a place. We'd already been looking online, but you know, looking online and actually finding a house. And that's what's what's tough is I would find a house and go, I want it. I want to rent it. And they would say, like, great. Do you have your visa? And I'm like no but soon they were like no we can't you know and yeah. so until, until i would come over so it was the, the timing was a little off but in the end it all worked out cool so what is what would you say so say i wanted to go live in the states what's the total cost that i should be expecting for this so you said like fifteen hundred dollars to get your business plan done um what did the government and stuff what how come what kind of money were they asking for um well, it was really the attorney. I mean, the visa itself, I I don't think was much any more than like twenty five hundred. Yeah. Um, like I said, it did cost me a bit to go to Toronto, come back. Yeah. And just timing of everything can like if you've got a lot of passive income, uh, you'll be a little better off. But because I had to sell my passive income to move over, yeah. you know. Uh, and maybe I could have kept it, but you know, you know how managing a fort, like I had a fourplex. So managing a fourplex in a C area is not ideal, uh, from another country. Um, so essentially, um, you know, I sold everything and came across. Gotcha. Cool. And then with this, so you now have a visa, right? Um, that gives you a social security number as well. Yeah. You, you get your social security number as soon as you have your visa, I think, or just before, but essentially, yeah, right about the time when you have a visa, uh, you get your social security number. Awesome. Okay. What, uh, what else do I need to know? Like if I want to do this, what, what, what do we miss anything here? Did I, did well, I, I would tell you, honestly, I brought a hundred thousand dollars across Yeah. Um, because especially if you don't have that passive income, um, and I, I know you do, and some of your listeners will, and that's great. But I, I would, I, I, I'm on a group called uh, Taking the Florida Plunge, and it's people from other states, like Indiana, and they're like, I hate the cold, I want to go down to Florida, and, and people are like, how much should I bring? Is two thousand dollars enough? And I'm just like blown away because if you want to come to Orlando, or if you want to come to like. Gilman, Illinois, it's a big difference because Orlando is very costly in rent. Um, 
you know, I used to have um, in my fourplex, the biggest uh, place was costing people a thousand dollars a month. Um, here it's like a hundred dollars a square foot. So yeah. for rent yeah. uh, and more, right. It could go up to like $140 a square foot. So for rent. So it depends. $140 per square foot in, in a good area. Um, yeah. So it's nuts. And it's because a lot of people in the last crash screwed up their credit. A lot of Americans have worse credit than Canadians do, um, I think. Uh, I know. Um, so credit is a huge issue here, much, much more than Canadians, I think. Um, so what happens is a large percentage of the population um, got nailed in that crash and, and fell down to 400 as a credit score yeah. uh, or 450 or 500. And they've been they don't know how to get out of it. So they toil in it and they, you know, they, they think they're doing the right things, but they're buying a new car, you know, and they're doing things that are hurting their credit. And then when they come up for a house, they're like, I've got a 520 and everybody's like, Nope. So they have to rent. So there's a lot of renters. So rents go up. Yeah. And so, uh, it, Orlando is really like, really bad. Like people ask like, Hey, I just want a two bedroom apartment. And they're like a thousand three hundred dollars. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's something over here. I was renting a 3000 square foot house for $3,000, uh, a month. So it really takes out of your budget. So that's one thing that I would definitely consider. And Miami is double. Miami is really? double Orlando. It's ridiculous. And uh, the, the average house price there is, uh, Last time I saw it was something like $600,000. Now, granted, a lot of those, a little bit like Toronto, right? They're, they're multi, multi-million dollar houses yeah. uh, in Miami. But still, when the average house price, let's call it five fifty, it's out of a lot of people's hands. So a lot of people rent, rent goes up. So yeah, rent can be like two, three, four thousand dollars $4,000 in Miami. And Orlando is, is almost as bad. So, and we keep... People are coming to Florida. People are, the Puerto Ricans are coming to Florida. The Dominicans are coming to Florida. The Brazilians come to Florida. Everybody is coming to Florida right now. So it is just, it's not going to get any better. Uh, even if there's a recession, I think rents are just going to keep going up. So the, the house prices will stall or they'll come down, but the rent prices are going to keep going up. Makes sense. Supply and demand. Awesome. If uh, people want to get a hold of you, Mark, what's the best way to do so? Um, my email um, uh, would be uh, mark at evergreenmortgagenotes.com. Cool. Well, Mark, I appreciate your time. Uh, as every time I've talked to you so far, this has been great and awesome and exciting. So, yeah, uh, and we're going to have to have you back again. So to talk mortgage notes, cause we have never actually talked mortgage notes on this show and I've, I've actually done some research myself, but we've never had a guest for it. So I think you might be our guy to come back. Sounds great. And you got to come visit, man, come down here. It's uh, <laughs> not, not in the middle of July cause it's like 108 degrees, but, uh, but uh, yeah, if you ever want to bring your kids down to Disney, now you said, now you know somebody. 
That sound even better. <laughs> 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 okay, awesome. Thanks so much, Mark. All right, have a great night.